start recording. Okay. Beartooth presents the Beartooth Podcast. That was pretty good. Yeah, I thought it was good. Okay. Hey guys, Dane and Anna here today with another episode of our Beartooth podcast. Today we're talking about... Um, A see, recent trip we just took. <laughs> yeah, all the way up to Kalispell, Montana, which is like six and a half hours. Yeah. I think if you're speeding, it's pro- it should be seven hours. But we were driving fast. No. No, we were trying to avoid speeding tickets. Yeah, that's Because remember... Yeah. You remember yeah let's not talk okay, about that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, we just got back from so, Kalispell, yeah. um, where we were able to partake and be a part of um, Billing Senior's... State wrestling. State wrestling run. Um, We've never watched that much wrestling in our lives. Ever. 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 Well, really this year, and it's in, like... Totally. It went from like, oh, let's go to one, and then it was like, shit, let's go to another one. And it was like, oh, yeah, let's go to this one. And then the next thing you know, we're like the loudest people yelling, and then, yeah, getting threatened to get kicked out of the You're state. the loudest. I'm there to make sure you don't get arrested for yelling profanities at high school sporting events. I just get so amped up. I know. So amped. You asked one of the refs how he slept at night. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. And that was the cleanest version of it. That was, yeah, that's, that's not going to what was really said. But, um, yeah, we just kind of wanted to recap um, kind of that experience, how this all kind of transpired and, you know, really looking forward to what the future holds. But, you know, in order to look at the future, I think we must take a step back and look at the past. <laughs> yeah, so tell us how you got started with senior wrestling how this all came to fruition and why we are so where we are (laughs) right now currently um so i think you know the big thing for us or i guess for us what started it was that um we were approached by dr kleps who was looking for a um training regimen facility for his son charlie kleps the for those of you who don't know um, he was a four-time state champion um, here from Billings, Montana from 2015 to 2018. He's one of the 37 or one of 37 um, high school wrestlers that were able to, I guess, yeah, do achieve the, that achieve, status. Yeah, yeah that four-peat status. Um, and so it started off with that, and I think... Um, our ability to kind of help Charlie from both a nutritional standpoint as well as a training standpoint spurred the conversation of if we'd be willing to work with um, a club here in town called Dark Horse Wrestling. Um, and then we started off with working with them kind of during the summer as they had a, you know, a couple different meets or duels that they were traveling to kind of across the United States. And then from there, it kind of rolled into like, hey, would you be interested in being the strength and conditioning coach for um, Billing Senior? And then it kind of snowballed from there. And now it has gone as far as um, Sophia will be a wrestler. <laughs> well, I guess we can know in between all of that is when we, um, like a, 
officially signed on with AMP as their performance line. Dane became their performance director. So going into the schools um, with an affiliation of AMP was practical and made sense. So taking on their in-season training, this was a really great place to start with yeah. a new contract with AMP. And, and I mean... Yeah, it's like one of those things, like it's a great place to start, but also like scary as hell because, you know, it's not something like baseball would have been easier for me to... Wrestling was very foreign to both of us. Yeah, like I had a couple roommates in college that were wrestlers, Um, but uh, yeah, other than that, of of watching their their matches, like I didn't quite fully understood... um, the scoring, you know, how it all worked, the the tactical side um, of it all didn't quite understand. But, you know, obviously using the, you know, our backgrounds to kind of figure out and obviously a tremendous amount of learning um, kind of on the fly of, you know, advantageous trying things. Some things did work, some things didn't. Going back to the drawing board, um, working with obviously weight cuts and trying to you know, fit that into, you know, kind of their season of, you know, making certain weights or having to drop down or bump up and what that kind of do to um, the training regimen. It was... Regardless to say we're ready for next year. Yeah. Well, it left, <laughs> yeah. It, it will a lot be more a lot, prepared. A lot easier to kind of be able to handle a lot of that when we look at it, you know, going into next year. But yeah, it was... Um, you know, Coach Beeman at senior uh, was um, very accommodating as we, you know, so open, so open to our idea, ideas and what we're trying to do. Um, you know, kind of trying to keep the season at mind of where, like, okay, let's, you know, try to look at this as a, you know, an entirety as opposed to, you know, week to week. So, you know, and it was a weird season, obviously, for all sports, just with COVID. the COVID restrictions. Their season didn't look like it normally does. But I think Dane and I both can attest to the kids are really like what made this possible. Their dedication is really impressive to us. I think wrestling is a lot like CrossFit where they're kind of cultish. And if you're in the wrestling realm, like that's you're that you're in. That's your life. <clears throat> And I think we just respected a lot of like how hardworking they are and appreciative they were of our services. Yeah. And I think like, I mean, it was like I said, like you, I mean, we were only with them for what, eight months or so. And, you know, to, to develop that bond that quickly, that level of trust that is needed that, you know, they are trusting that, you know, what we are doing is going to help them achieve things that they haven't yet to been able to achieve um you know all of that kind of goes into play and i think um yeah like you said that's a huge testament to you know their character um of willing to kind of accept this open arms and you know then even the excitement of you know how soon can we get started for next year and (laughs) you know like building together that kind of plan um with that so and it is really fun i think because we have so many different sports coming in here even in our athlete class that um, it's pretty rare that we get to like see them in their element for that long. And so to spend like a whole weekend with some of these kids we've seen work in here, to see them in their sport was pretty cool. Sometimes we don't get to actually see that as much. So like spending an entire weekend at state, we saw a lot of these kids move in ways we hadn't seen them move before. Yeah. Well, I think, like, yeah, I mean, to your point, right? Like even, you know, we joke around with, 
Cameron about like, does she really play basketball or does her, <laughs> does she just shoot hoops in her backyard with her dad? And you know, she you, did send us video proof. Yeah, so now she, we have proof. We do have proof, but you drain in some threes. You're right. Like as far as like, you know what you can do in here to help simulate it, what it would look like on a court or, you know, on the mat. Um, but to watch them put all, to, all that together of like, okay, this is, oh, that's a direct correlation to what we were working on here. That's this. Um, and the fluidity of which they're able to move and all of that stuff without hesitation, without thinking, you know, that piece, just knowing the comfort of their body. Um, yeah, it's truly remarkable. And you're just like, holy shit. Like, I didn't know that person was that athletic. Like, you're like, holy, you're like, <laughs> I know. So I'm like, wait a second. Are you sandbagging when you're in here? Yeah, or like, how'd you like, that looks so easy. And here you're like nails down a chalkboard sometimes. Which I think that's like with wrestling. It is, you have to be so mentally tough and you can't give in like one split second. You're, well, I, I, you're done. Yeah. Well, I think like the hard thing is, is that like, Right, like you can size up an opponent, like right, like you look at someone and you can have these like single thought, you know, inclinations of like, oh, that person's stronger than I am, or that person's this, but like, I mean, at any of the weight classes, right, like we saw varying degrees, even from like the one hundred threes all the way up to the you know the heavyweights, or even like the two hundred fives or one eighties, whatever it was, right? There's a varying degree of you know musculature that you know kids had. But two, like that always wasn't the determining factor, right? It was like, to your point, the mental side of it. Like, so to go into a sport where you're like, holy shit, that guy looks 10 times stronger than me. But like to go in it with How like How technical the, it is. Yeah, like it doesn't like, matter. Yeah. You're able to leverage their momentum, all this kind of stuff that goes into it or, you know, holding true to your game plan and, you know, your type of style of wrestling, all that, like. It's just it, like it, it truly is a kind of a remarkable sport to watch of like, you know, yeah. like you could have these David versus Goliaths where you have these tremendous upsets of like not knowing who's ranked or where they're ranked, but just looking at like them before they even wrestle and then watch, you know, once the ref blows his whistle and, you know, they start like the physicality of which someone can bring into, which is just purely just a mental side of it, right? Yeah. Like they wanted to bring the heat and fuck, they... They went crazy. <laughs> Which I think is really cool about wrestling because it really rewards the person who's willing to work. And that's why or we love this, CrossFit, right? It's the same thing. Like if they're willing to like not give up. Yeah. Like the then, tech, like you could be as strong as you want, but if you don't have the technical side of wrestling or the mental side of it, like, yeah, it, it really does not matter. So, you know, and then you have those people that, you know, for instance, like Thomas Kleps, like, Charlie's younger brother <clears throat> who won state this past weekend. Like you have someone that has the physicality, has the mental fortitude or in my text to them before state testicular fortitude, if you will, <clears throat> that like, and then on top of it, the skill set and the work ethic that they, you know, put into the gym and you just watch, I mean, him literally just dominate all the way up to the, I mean, I mean, even the state championship wasn't really I mean it was a great match for Thomas but it wasn't like he ever found someone that was at his level which right. is like when you see someone that can put all three of those pieces together like mm-hmm. yeah that's pretty remarkable like and then you just yeah watch like the promise of like 
It's a fucking lion versus a kitten. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That was like, that's the only thing I could think of. Like a lion versus a kitten. Or a, or a house cat. Yeah. I I mean, regardless of say, it's just like, you really do, um, I think respect them. Like I have a lot of respect for their sport and for the work that they put in here. And I think we just look forward to continuing to work with them. And obviously now that we, uh, have a better understanding and we know what to yell now yeah i mean before i was just Turn yelling face. <coughs> cross face yes. oh fudge yeah you just messed that <laughs> up um, <clears throat> but i, I think, guess you could say turn face too yeah but no that's what you're talking about um but you that, just would say slap the mat yeah when i'm the, these the motherfuckers <laughs> pin for th- three hours and you're like that just did slap the damn mat dude um but i think like yeah the hardest piece of it like especially starting off right like i mean we're yelling too and we have no idea why we're yelling too like so you know as to kind of watch you know as we continue to watch like duel after duel and you you get a little more comfortable with you know the how the scoring works what all kind of goes into that you know that really allowed us then to i think what i'm trying to say like it was a learning curve. And I, I think like as we yeah. got more comfortable Exposure with... Exposure was just really good. Yeah, the dynamics of, you know, the match. Then, you know, we were able to start building more of a complete program. And I think, you know, just as a strength and conditioning coach or just a coach of high school athletics, right? Like there's that piece that like you can't be so removed from the sport. And I think that was our biggest lesson is that like... You can write a program, but without understanding the style or, you know, the individual, you know, piece of it all, like, you really can't program something, yeah, effectively or, you know, truly be beneficial for them until all of that really kind of comes full circle. And I think that, I think our biggest takeaway from that weekend was, you know, the importance to have that relationship with those athletes to be a part of, you know, to be a part of their world and that wrestling world to, you know, help them, um, you know, continue to better at their sport and chase those dreams or aspirations. And of, so much easier to individualize, right? Because, like, there's certain athletes we look at and now we're like, oh, this is could be our plan for next year. For yeah. them, just based off of how we saw them perform. So... Which is pretty cool because if we weren't there, just be like, oh, how'd you do? And they tell you like one or two things. Like, right. You know, some of them that oh, I, I work with, good. I'll like text did you them. Win? Yeah. No, but I did good. I you went. get like no details. So it was just good to be there because, yeah, trying to fish that out of a high school boy sometimes is painful. Yeah. Well, and like I said, like, the, you know, Coach Beeman has been a godsend from that standpoint of, you know, mm-hmm. his open line of communication with us and, you know, what he's trying to do with the program that he's building. Um, you know, both at, you know, Dark Horse as well as at Senior and, you know, to have a coach that's open, you know, willing to give feedback and, you know, whether it's good or bad, like, hey, we need to do a better job at this. Hey, we need this. Um, hey, we're really lacking in this. Can you help with this? Um, you know, all of that kind of stuff, like I said, and, and I think that just shows the importance of a constantly evolving document um, and, you know, as we meet with, you know, other coaches, right? Like that's one of the biggest things that we're stressing is that we can't just provide a blanket document of like, Hey, here's eight weeks, do this without some type of change, right? Like it's got to be constantly evolving 
as they you know play their sports, as they practice, as they compete, having those conversations with the coach, as opposed to like, here you go, here's see you, yeah, here's your template, follow this. It truly is a disservice, yeah. Yeah, and you just wonder like how many kids are just getting that template or getting that style of coaching from a you know gym standpoint. Um, you know, and, and not being able to provide like the, you know, alternative movements based upon, you know, what you see, what they're feeling, um, how they feel, are certain muscles sore, like to be, to have that constant interaction of it all, um, I think really can help separate, you know, those athletes from those that do just kind of follow a template or, mm-hmm. um, and it's really just creating a culture of like hard work too. I feel like just. Yeah. Like this is so good for these kids to be going through and I think even for kids in Montana to understand like you could be the best person on your team but in the grand scheme of things or even in the state. Yeah. But there's always going to be someone better than you out there especially if you plan to go and play collegiate sports. So like your hard work is so important and I think what's that quote where um hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work? Like, oh, so true, Anna. Yeah, that's like just something I Googled one time. So yeah, it's, it's kinda, I mean, I was thinking about getting it tatted. It's just kinda, <laughs> I was going to get tattooed on my wrist. <laughs> um, but no. it's true. It's 100% true because we have kids in here that are extremely talented, right? Are those the kids that are winning or that – like I'm not impressed with somebody just because they're very talented, but they come in and hard like work hard, which I feel like the wrestlers are just like wrestling as a sport. Like – you have to be willing to work hard. And the sacrifices you have Sac- to be yeah. willing to make, you know, like, and all that stuff. And I think, yeah. Like, like to nothing's your, handed to you. No. Like, in every day is just a battle to, like, right? I mean, they have wrestle-offs. So, like, I don't see- know how they don't punch each other in the face more often because I would be fucking pissed if someone, like, grabbed my neck like that. Yeah. And, so that's or, also or, very impressive. Or beat me. Like, motherfucker, like, you just beat me and now we're supposed <laughs> to be friends? Yeah, and then they, like, help each other up off the yeah. mat. Like, I kick him while he's down. I'm like, motherfucker, I'd be, like, grabbing your <laughs> testicles like- and start punching him <laughs> like a goddamn punching no. bag. <laughs> but when you're like, break his leg, break his out, it just gets to be too much. So sometimes you yeah. have to tone it down, like, a little bit because then people really are like, oh, who's the serial killer in the stands and you're like oh that's the director of performance for amp <laughs> no you're like hey can you take off your amp gear for us please um no but i think like you know like we from an outsider right you see it as a very like barbaric sport and, so primitive and it's not right right like in, like that's what you know sitting with charlie in the stands like he's like no there's so much like you know like the like I said, like the tactical side of like understanding your opponent, what moves are they going to try to set you up into, you know, you have to be able to combat it, but still wrestle your style. Like there, I mean, there's just so many nuances that are going into it that like, like I said, like you and I weren't, you know, privy to like going into this. Like we yeah, just, you're not just like, going out there and beating the crap out of someone. <clears throat> yeah, it's not a bar fight. Where yeah, we, I'm gonna that's break what... a glass over your face. <laughs> like, no, it's not that. Like, it's, yeah, there's just so much more finesse and technicalities to it yeah and i and i we i have more respect for i have a lot of respect for it after watching yeah, the, the that many matches. even though i might have bleacher it. butt after a whole weekend of sitting in the bleachers and I'm keep so, in mind I'm the so state worried. of montana and whoever was in charge of running that <laughs> for them to be there at 9 a.m and not be done until like 11 30 that that's night, barbaric that, that is, is 100 completely barbaric. asinine and 
to figure out like and turn around and come back then the turn around day. and come back and be there at you know for weigh-ins the next day at seven thirty or 8 whenever they had to be there like that like that is just ridiculous and then you know to, like but this was a unique out, year so. yeah i'm still not giving them the benefit of that um but i think like yeah, from a nutrition standpoint right like i mean we talked about like how do these kids fuel properly, like without overdoing? Because they have no idea when they're fucking gonna wrestle because they're three hours off schedule. Yeah, like that's like so unfair, and it's a, such a disservice to it them is. that literally worked all year long and have such a shit show of a state tournament. Um, yeah, it's it was unfortunate, but I, like I said, it's or just like happy you said, that they could have a season. Yeah, they were able to have a season. They were able to have state. You know, senior was able to send. You know. 24 kids into yeah, um, the state cool. tournament, which was awesome. We had, you know, athletes that, you know, were able to place that, you know, as freshmen that, you know, were at first point, like just happy to be at that point. And, you know, for to have them place, to have, you know, Thomas be able to, you know, repeat, to have Jalen be able to make it to the state uh, final, like all of that is, um, I think pretty remarkable in of itself. So there's obviously a ton of positive that came out of all of this. Um, yeah, we're I, planning for next year. And it's, yeah, it's going to be fun to watch those athletes that are able to be with us for a multiple years of, you know, watching them progress of where they were this year and where they're going to be at next year. And I think, you know, Kanisha said that they have like 16 returning seniors, um, which will be fun to kind of watch next year of, you know, like I said, all that hard work for the past, you know, two years or year and a half, be able to kind of come through and be like, this is what a, you know, a program can do, assuming that you and I do our job correctly. So, yeah. So those are our takeaways. from. Yeah, that was our recap of this weekend. And also a huge shout out uh, to my wife um, for driving us. Yeah. Driving us around, chauffeuring us, putting us up, putting up with us as we sit in a fucking 1960 gym with terrible bleach like seriously flathead it, it do something with your bleachers those were the most uncomfortable seats ever no the uh, second day we actually got bleacher seats yeah we actually got bleacher kate's seats. aunt I'm yeah so. aunt nanny um so thank you aunt nanny and uncle lair um for <laughs> opening your homes to us and allowing us to crash there for three days um it was but, great we love being a part of it yeah we we're looking great. forward like i said you I'm sold. Soph's going to be a wrestler. Our second one, boy or girl, they're going to wrestle. Um, yeah, just really looking forward to to watching, um, you know, all these kids kind of grow up. Looking forward to Thomas wrestling in college um, and keeping in touch with him. And, you know, hopefully if he does go to Mizzou, um, being able to, you know, go down there and, you know, watch Girl's him wrestle at grounds. Mizzou. So, um that's all we have for you today. Until next time, Abiento. Paul. Paul? I don't know. <laughs>